Worldwide Podcast, talking all things NFL. Now here's your hosts, Woot and Why. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Woot and Why Show. I am Josh Why, and as always, or not always, but most of the time, I'm joined by uh, my buddy Josh Woot. How you going? Going well. Happy, Going well, buddy. Ha- happy 4th of July. Just count your fingers. How many you got? 10 still? Yeah. Yep. Well done. Uh, all, uh, Good joke. Every, yeah, thank you. Off to a flyer. Uh, you know, but, you know, all uh, all NFL players, fingers and toes, survived uh, 4th of July. So two straight years now, we're, we're uh, accident-free. So it's it's all good news. Yeah. Who, who, who would have thought? Who would have thought? We would we'd be back to normal. Yeah, I, 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 I um, it's kind of it's, it's kind of a little bit sad. <laughs> I want I want I want I want more excitement. I want bit harsh. I but... don't want I don't want I don't want athletes getting hurt, but I want I want something wild coming out of these weekends. Yeah, because uh, you know, we're in that we're in this. It's it's probably the quietest June and July in the NFL cycle for some time. Um, normally, we're used to sort of some sort of contract drama. We had Joey Bosa last year, or we've had some other off-field drama. Um, not that we wish that. I'm glad that there's no, like, arrests and things like that. This is good that players are behaving themselves. Um, but normally there's a little bit more news, you know, you know keeping oh, things well, going. The last, the last few years has been Deflategate and everything like that. Yeah. Now it's just, it's just absolutely nothing. Now it's D'Angelo Williams uh, jumping into a table on uh, TNA Wrestling Impact. He was good. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Yeah. I'm down with that. It was pretty good. Uh, I solidly think he should not worry about the NFL and just make the full switch to wrestling. Hey, uh, well, well, how long has he realistically got in the NFL? Probably, what, one or two years? Yeah, Max. Max? Max. And he's always getting injured, so, you know, why not just... Uh, yeah, why not just fake wrestle and you can't get hurt? Yeah, ask Triple H. <laughs> what Ooh. was that, the quad injury? That was bad. I remember that. Anyway. Mate, pe- people died. People have died in fake wrestling. Yeah, that, so is, just... that is very true. Very, very, very true. So a lot of sort of other news is keeping us going the last uh, sort of... I don't know how long it's been since we recorded. We've just sort of been playing it by ear over the last couple of weeks. We've had a lot going on. You had, we had your engagement party, uh, and then we had my engagement party, and now we had uh, your your cousin, uh, your mate, my mate, Weeksy's Bucks party over the weekend. Uh, solid weekend, sort of capped off by the, the Jeff Horn fight, which was spectacular as well. So it's, it's been a fun month, but not too podcast heavy. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's kind of good that... But like, I'm liking it. I'm liking it that there's some kind of routine though. There's just you know, it's not. I think if there was say one big thing happened, it wouldn't be enough for a whole podcast. So I'm glad that you know we can kind of put together a podcast with enough content. Yeah. And we're not just boring people. Yeah, so we don't want to. We don't want to rinse and repeat. You know, off-season narratives too much and discuss. You know all this sort of stuff when we don't really know the whole picture, and we've got a few little topics that we can talk about, but we don't want to, you know, just bleed people dry with just the constant news and typical sports cycles. So we're just gonna try and keep things a little bit interesting. 
Uh, All or Nothing is out and available to be streamed. Not available in Australia, unfortunately. Um, Apparently, Ten Yard Torrents um, is like a sports torrent website. Um, Apparently, that's the best place to get that. Um, Listener at Des Sage, I think, said it's about nine gigabytes of download. So if you can cop the download and the data um, and the storage, that's that's the way to download it in Australia. Not that we condemn yeah. and, piracy and, of any co- of yeah, any kind. And that's the best place to get it. However, we recommend flying to America and purchasing it. Also, legally. yes, also a preferred option, and you get a trip to America out of it. Um, yeah, so. it's great. I mean, it's an expensive way to watch it, but we highly recommend it. Uh, I've we've obtained it legally without flying to America somehow, and I've enjoyed the first two episodes this afternoon, and. Uh, it's really good. Aaron Donald is amazing. He's the MVP so far. Um, full credit to NFL Films for somehow making a series with Jeff Fisher, who I find so uninspiring, remotely interesting. They've done a really good job with it. All they, all they do, all they need is someone narrating, and it's just automatically. John, John Hamm is narrating. There you go. I prefer Lee Schraber from Hard Knocks, but man, John Hamm. Oh. What a what a dude! What a. Stuff. I don't even know what has John Hamm done since he was a madman. He's popped up on various episodes of Billy in the Street. That's about it. It was weird, right? Like he was in, like he was in a quite a few films while he was also in Mad Men. Yep. And then it's kind of like he just went and then disappeared. It's he's. Just... I think he's in this. I think he's in Baby Driver. That's that's out at the moment. Yeah. Which apparently is really good. My well, God. it can't... Like, I'm not putting down Baby Driver whatsoever, but it can't be hard to look good with the amount of garbage movies that are out. At oh, man. I tweeted that out the other day. Oh, my God. The the Rotten Tomatoes. So much rotten. It's like an off-fruit shop out there. Well, speaking of Rotten Tomatoes, there was a little disclaimer, but I, like it bothers me because I hate tomatoes anyway, but there's a little disclaimer at my subway talking about Cyclone. I want to say Debbie. Is it Debbie? Let's go know. with that. It said, yeah, it said, due to Cyclone Debbie and, you know, blah, 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 uh, we might be experiencing a shortage in tomatoes. And I was like, Uh-oh. oh, mate, so is Grady Union. Am I right? Man, no, no. It's event cinemas now. Sorry. Uh, how, how far back was that? <laughs> the new Transformers movie and uh, Baywatch just used all the tomatoes. <laughs> just That's destroyed it. them all. And... Minions or something. Yep. I don't know. So, I still never watched one of those. There you go. I watched the first one, but that was about it. But anyway, it's your last show for a while. You're going away, and then we've got Weeksy's Wedding, where you're the best man in the box, so you'll, you've got a sort of a busy week in the lead-up to that. Uh, so you'll probably be back, like, August, I guess? Uh, I don't know. Who knows? I might pop in for it. There might be a surprise app. I don't know. Yeah, right. It depends. Yep. Well, I've already gotten to work. Uh, I've lined up some guest hosts while you're gone to cover some just bleak off-season topics and uh, get us get us sorted for uh, fantasy. But once you're back, we'll uh, we'll get out the big guns for our fantasy. Cool. Uh, fan- when, when is our when is our bold predictions at? That's normally when? the like the week or two lead up to the season. So plenty yeah, of time. Yeah. All right. Cool. Plenty of time for that. So all good. I've got one last thing, too. I thought of this today. I've got a cubicle... By, by the way, by the yep. way, our last three items, you've said last thing. Anyway, I know. Okay. Sorry. Uh, I've got a cubicle theory. Are we talking bathroom cubicle? Yeah. Any... 
and hear me out. Any, and I know this is not NFL related at all. I don't care. But I was just, I was just thinking about this on the train. So if you have like a bathroom that Wait, has like, sorry, Josh Wide train thoughts, thinking about toilet cubicles, just inside the mind of Josh Wide, <laughs> just randomly popped into my head. But if you have a toilet where there's four or five, six cubicles lined up. My theory is the furthest one away from the door is always the cleanest. Um, well, I know for a fact that it's definitely not at my work. Okay. It's probably the most popular and most used one. So because people Train. think it's the cleanest, though, right? <laughs> no. Oh, he, he, all right. So this is a little insight to my <laughs> work bathroom. If you were to walk straight in the door, your um, urinals, urinals would be to the left. Yep. So, and then the they'd be on that wall. And then I think no one wants to sit directly in the cubicle next to the urinals. So they like move okay. down towards the end. Yep. So I think that is okay. also a reason. But... I just think people are lazy. And if people are like really busting to go, they just hit the first few doors. I feel like people don't want to walk the extra like five or six steps. So it's, I don't know. All this right. is really weird. I know, but I'll uh, I'll put it out on a poll. And also I want to put out on a poll whether you think Amelia Earhart's still alive. Did you see that story today? They reckon she, nope. Or not still alive, but they reckon they f- she got captured by the Japanese. She didn't go missing at all. Incredible. What a, what a week. Just a lot of news. Not NFL news, but let's, let's get to some NFL news. Right, we'll start with Derek Carr. Uh, that was sort of the big news you were mentioning before. Uh, not enough to carry a show. It'll take about 30 seconds. Very self-explanatory stuff here. Derek Carr signed a five-year, $125 million extension through 2022. 40 mil, absolutely guaranteed, up to 70 mil in in full guarantees. I don't know. what. Like just He's getting a, he's going to get all of it unless he gets injured. But uh, the $25 million a year average makes Carr the highest paid player in the NFL. But it's got a delayed cash flow in it, so it'll it help the Raiders re-sign Khalil Mack, Amari Cooper, and it also allow Carr to earn more money after the Raiders move to Nevada, which has no state income tax. Um, worth every single cent, right? Yep. Yep. And it's like the Raiders, who say four years ago were in such a in such a dire position, and you know it was all about. It was all the, the two-year contracts and things like that, and now it's yep. all finally come full cycle, and they have a they have a franchise quarterback, and he may be the highest-paid player in NFL history now, but two or three years, it's going to look like a small deal. Exactly. Matt Stafford and Kirk Cousins will sign new deals, and then Carr will be the third-highest player in the league, and Andrew Luck will be the fourth-highest player. That's just how it'll just keep going. Yeah. NFL quarterbacks are underpaid. When you look at all the money that other sports get and the the amount of stuff that the NFL quarterbacks have to do, they're always underpaid, uh, worth every cent. And sort of, as I said, the delayed cash flow helps them re-sign other players. They re-signed Gabe Jackson to a five-year, $56 million extension. Uh, You also talked about years ago, it was sort of filling up gaps and and signing veterans to short-term front-loaded deals to try and rebuild the roster. And rebuilding the roster came from that Derek Carr Khalil Mack draft, but often overlooked in that draft is Gabe Jackson, who's been an absolute stud since he came into the league, hasn't missed a game. He is worth every single cent as well. They've, they've got a really good offensive line, and they'll re-sign Khalil Mack, and that's 
that's a core trio, you know, looking forward to their future in Las Vegas. Yeah, uh, Gabe Jackson's a gun, but like, Fozzie's in such an unglorified position of guard. Uh, just players like Gabe Jackson are just not mentioned. They're just not talked about, and you know, he's had he's had a very solid career already, and he's only twenty six, so that's pretty yeah, pretty good. Pretty pretty good. Like five years gets into at least thirty one, and then they can decide what they want to do after that. Yeah, so, exactly. yeah, huge. Uh, all right, uh, Zach Orr. He was retired uh, in the inside linebacker. He retired in, I think it was like January, late January, because of a neck condition that he was diagnosed with, and looked like he was going to get. He was nearing an extension with the Ravens before before he was suddenly forced to retire, and now uh, he's decided that he's making a comeback. So, according to ESPN's Dan Graziano, as many as eight teams have reached out to Orr. Since he's announced that he's determined to play this season, he's still only 25, but he was really, really, really good when he was playing on the field. But it's going to be tough for him to sign somewhere because the team doctors need to clear him. The Ravens doctors were the reason he retired. They they said, "Look, you need to retire. Like, there's it's no good that they couldn't sign off on it." So uh, we'll wait and see. But he's visited the Lions, Jets, and the Colts. Yeah, I mean, it's all about health. If if he's deemed healthy enough and, you know, he's he can play, then I'm all for it. I mean, like, it's... it's. I mean, if I'm ever told by a doctor not to play anymore, you know, like, of course, this is, you know, a game they grow up, like, striving to become professional athletes in, and then, obviously, in Zach's case, he, he has. But still, like, just, you know, you, there's so, especially with your neck, like... Far out. It's just such a delicate like yeah. situation. But, Scary. You know, say he say he goes to the Lions or Jets or Colts, and they say, you know, look, like we've done our assessments, and you know, we agree with you. Like, welcome back, kind of thing. I'm um, I'm fine with him playing, and you know, he'd improve probably all three of those teams. But saying that, I don't, ha- what happens with the Ravens here? How many years did he have remaining on his contract? Yeah, well, they didn't tender him, which is what where the error came. But they generally thought that he was he had a neck condition, he was retired, and he was never going to ever come back. So you could make the case that it's kind of like a little loophole to get out and get a payday, but it's such a bizarre case. And now, like every other team, will probably just tender anyone that's retired. Like they could have done what the Seahawks did with Marshawn Lynch, so they could have at least traded him. So like I could feel a little bit bad if I'm the Ravens, but at the same time, like. He had to get a couple of doctors to clear him separate from the Ravens to do that. But yeah. is it worth risking your neck and your life to come back and play for the Jets? <laughs> That's a very good point. No, definitely not. No. <laughs> I mean, like, the, Ly- the Lions and Colts have small playoff chances. I am not risking my neck for the for the Jets, for the tire the fire. Yeah, exactly. The Jets are incomplete you know, rebuild mode. They're starting from the, yeah. the bottom. And, like, the scam for Sam's on, but apparently now today there's talk that Sam might actually stay in college for not only one more year, but possibly two more years. So Because he doesn't want to go to the Jets? Yeah, which is uh, kind of weird. I think PFT mentioned that uh, Peyton Manning did something similar back in 1997, so 20 years later, like, <laughs> same thing's kind of happening. Um, Who didn't he want to play for? The Jets. The Jets. Yeah. That's or it might have been that he was contemplating early, withdrawing early from Tennessee to go to the Jets because they were going to be the number one pick. And then 
he yeah that's right and then Manning decided to stay back one more year to try and win the national title with with Tennessee so Jets missed out on Manning and now they might miss out on uh with Darnold so uh very interesting I I just the minute Zach or unretired I was like he's gonna make a play for the Patriots in the wild card round I can just see it now so mm-hmm. um, I'm going to hang on in on that one and predict that. Um, if if he's still a free agent during our bold predictions, I'm going to predict that. Uh, all right. Uh, the NFL suspended Cowboys defensive tackle David Irving for four games for violating the league's PEDs policy. Uh, that's, that's another sort of pass-rushing woe for, for the Dallas Cowboys. You know, they drafted Taco Charlton <laughs> um, in the first round. I don't know that. <laughs> Hey, Laurie, um, one of the great moments of the year, uh, being with Laurie when they drafted Taco Charlton, uh, especially after he gave it to you for Derek Barnett. Uh, God, he's so adamant that he'd still take Taco. Uh, yeah, Barnett. and then he went back and looked at his rankings and he actually had Barnett ahead of Taco, so very funny. But So he, he was good down the stretch for them, and now that now they're missing him, so they do need Taco Charlton to, to step up. Uh, the pass rush has kind of been a problem for the Cowboys the last couple of years. The players, Randy Gregory, now David Irving, uh, Demarcus Lawrence. It's very, very tough for them to get consistency they, at the they, position. They really can pick him, can't they? Jerry Jones knows what he's doing, but David Irving was kind of like a... It was like... Yeah, it wasn't blatant. Like, it was... He... Uh, I know that happens a lot with players, and it's there's no excuse. I know Robert Mathis did a very similar thing, but, I mean, if you're a pro athlete, you need to check everything before you put it in your body. I know. It's right. just... <laughs> anyway. I know. Uh, last little bit of news. Uh, possible NFL season opener in China. Um, Daniel Kaplan of the Sports Business Journal reported uh, last Thursday the NFL is now targeting the 2019 season opener to play in China, pushing back previous plans of a game next year. So they're looking at possibly taking the Rams... First home game of 2019 to China. Uh, that'll get him excited. Some Jared Goff in China. Um, <laughs> yeah, thoughts on thoughts on that? We just saw the AFL go to China and like barely anyone showed up. This just is such a weird thing. Like, I don't know. Obviously, there's fans there. We just don't really hear about it. Like the Chinese have fans of every sport. It's just. It's incredible. There's three just, billion people. I, I know they've got to they've got to go for some sport, right? But yeah. I I think that it's even been spoken about, like with English soccer, that they're going to expand the the league to one more um, game and take it abroad to China and things like that because of there's such just such an enormous base over in China. But then uh, I feel like kind of feel like China's a little bit hard done by that they don't have that many strong leagues of their own and they just like bring all the other leagues to them but yeah it's just like obviously it's just you know here comes the money but um, I don't really care for it like it's just I I already feel like the UK games impact the season enough Mm. and just another one like overseas is just you know yeah, and, you know, we've got Mexico as well, which isn't as far, but still. Yeah, like Me- Mexico, I feel, is a little bit different. It's it's joined to the U.S., so. <laughs> um, I don't really care that much for China. Uh, J- Japan's the country of choice for the Woot and Why podcast. We've got a big Japan audience over the last six months. Um, yeah, they're, 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 they're piling in. I don't, I don't know what the go is, um, but, yeah, if it was to Japan, I'm all for it. Uh, behind all it. their All their... Uh... The the 
the multiple, multiple different flavored Kit Kats that they have in Japan is something <laughs> that I hold very close to my heart. What's, my, your, uh, what's your go-to? One of my colleagues, honestly, came back from uh, Japan with, say, probably probably 20 different flavors of Kit Kat. It was incredible. I was just, I did not know they had that many different flavors over there. Like, it was just, you know, strawberries and cream flavored, and they had, what? like, crazy, they had crazy flavors like green tea and pistachio and all kinds of stuff. Like, it was, it was crazy. Wow. Uh, uh, then they had chili and stuff that obviously I didn't. Chili, chili and chocolate, not, not a bad combo at, at times. Yeah. Uh, what's Wine your? Do you prefer Wine normal Kit Kat or Kit Kat Chunky? Uh, oh, interesting. I used to really like the Kit Kat Chunky until they started breaking up into three different parts and then trying to get too fancy with it. Mm. I'm I'm a Chunky fan. I love the Kit Kat. I chunky. know you're a Chunky <laughs> fan, buddy. <laughs> Oh boy! Anyway. Yo, I don't know if that's a shot at uh, my fiance or or, or my diet. Um, I'm hoping, <laughs> hoping the latter, hey, hey, or hey. my soup choice. Everyone, that, that was wise own words. <laughs> or my soup choice. Um, yeah, wow. but we'll we'll go with that. Um, I always wondered why China don't take their sports to anywhere else. You don't see diving or table tennis in in the states like chinese league diving you know i don't why don't they do it the other yeah. way around we're opening up the professional um chinese diving league uh, it's going to be opening in bloody darwin <laughs> uh, it does have a ring to it it does have it would really draw the numbers uh that's oh my God. what is their best sport is it um I think Diving? definitely soccer. I think no, I think like in regards to their leagues and things, soccer. They still what isn't? They have some of the highest paid soccer players in the entire world. That's how they get them. That's how they get the big stars to go there. They just throw money at them. Yeah. So it, oh, um, basketball is I don't know. Massive. Definitely, definitely gymnastics and table tennis and things like that. Obviously, they're just dominant. According to the Chinese Basketball Association, there's a record number of around 300 million active basketball players in Asia. Damn. There you go. In Asia. Yeah. So, wow. They have a huge array of sports. Bandy. Bandy's big over there. Anyway. All right. uh, That's... That's the news for now, um, but we've got some sort of more like... So that's actually hard sort of news where there's actually something's happened or something's about to happen with in regards to Zach or, uh, you know, Carr and Jackson getting the money that they richly deserve and, and have rebuilt the Raiders franchise along with Khalil Mack. Um, Cowboys struggling without David Irwin. But these are now sort of your typical, like, I feel sorry for, for beat writers in June and July because they are forced to take... You know, a small comment from a player or a coach or a staff member, and turn it into an entire article. And these are what spurns the off season from June, July, and August, right? And, and there's constant fantasy debates over just the mere little inference of anything. Um, so we're going to take a little of the ones that have a little bit more substance than, as opposed to our normal tropes, and we're going to play a little buy, sell, hold. Nice. All right. So, first one in buy, sell, hold is a story regarding Ezekiel Elliott. Some more Cowboys drama. 
so a lot of negative Cowboys news across uh, across the month. Like, how about some positivity, guys? Uh, all right. Nah. So, speaking with uh, Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio, ESPN's Adam Schefter said he would be hesitant to draft Ezekiel Elliott in fantasy leagues because of uncertainty about the NFL's ongoing investigation. So Schefter's obviously the best, one of the best reporters in the business, and so you know his opinion, you've got to carry some weight. But he said he's spoken to some people who gave him a sense some form of discipline could happen um, in relation to some of the uh, you know incidents that uh, Ezekiel Elliott's been involved in off the field, uh, so I'm not sure if this is in relation to the domestic violence or the St. Patrick's Day where he pulled a woman's top down at the parade. But so Schefter expects a news dump to come. Well, this is from last week, but he said he expected the news to come before the end of the Fourth of July weekend, which is just past. So we might get something probably after we finish recording. This is our uh, as our luck should have it, but. Uh, Anyway, uh, are you buying, selling, or holding Zeke on his current ADP, given this news? Um, I'm, uh, I'm very torn between sell and hold. I, it was already kind of pushing it. Like, he is obviously had a stellar season, but asking him to, number one, back that up is, you know, that's a tall task, considering how successful his rookie campaign was. Then, you know, the line hasn't gotten better. Yep. Um, so that's another question mark um, around that. Not saying he's going to have a bad year, but then there's also, you know, like what you said, you have to, you have to give Schefter's, uh, you know, the the things that he's hearing. You have to, um, you know, he doesn't lie. He doesn't put things out there that you know are just completely untrue and fabricated. He, yep. if he's heard something, he will then say it. So. Yep. Yeah, I I I'm leaning towards sell in the top five. I I feel probably early round two and stuff. He's, he'd be tremendous value. So if you can get him somewhere there, it's still great. But at the moment, um, top five seems a little bit a little bit much for me. Yeah, I, I'm selling as well. I think out, I think top five's too hard. I think you have to go with sort of your. Your OBJs, your Antonio Browns, and your Julio Jones before you pick Zeke at this point. And then if you're in the back end of a 12-teamer or a 10-teamer, you could probably still take Zeke in that 5-10 to 10 range and still get a, a quality wide receiver one on the turn. Um, but in terms of the, like, discipline, what are we? if we're talking, like, one or two games, I, I don't think he's going to fall out of the top 10. If we're talking four games, then, then we're getting into a, a little bit more of a concern. But... Yeah, I I'm definitely selling in terms of top five. I yep. definitely agree with everything you said, especially about the line. All right, next little bit of news is according to the Cleveland Plain Dealer, rookie Deshaun Kaiser made the biggest leap of all Browns quarterbacks over the course of the offseason program. Uh, Kaiser has made noticeable strides in both accuracy and touch while flashing improved mechanics. He's quickly closing the gap on Cody Kessler. Though the true test for Kaiser obviously will come in the preseason. Are we buying, selling, or holding Kaiser's quarterback one week one potential? Okay, let me start off by saying I'm rooting for Deshaun Kaiser. Yes. So big. Team I'm Kaiser. Just, you know, just 
mate. All all about all aboard the Kaiser Express. Um, fantasy, wherever he's going is probably exactly where he should be going. I'm just yeah. <laughs> I'm, I won't be I won't be drafting a Browns quarterback. So yep. Um, hold hold if you know this two quarterback league and stuff. Maybe you take a look at him later on, but. No. Yep. Probably even then, no. All it's right. just it's the Browns quarterback. No. Do you think he'll start though? Do you do you think he has like do you reckon this is just silly buzz or do you actually think he's got a genuine shot to start week one? No, I do think he's got a genuine shot still. Yeah. I do think he has a genuine shot. We've it, seen what Cody yeah. Kessler can offer. We know what Brock Osweiler I, is. As as good as Kaiser might be, and like obviously we don't know yet, and if he ends up playing like Dak Prescott or Russell Wilson did in the in their pre respective preseason, then you have to start him. But even if it's like a little bit less, I kind of want to see Cody Kessler behind this new and improved sort of Browns offensive line, just because I think Hugh Jackson picked him out of the blue, and no one really thought like that was a Hugh Jackson pick, and he got concussed, and he showed glimpses last year, maybe like. We could see a little bit of something and and just see what he actually can do behind a proper offensive line, and because that offensive line last year was absolute garbage, and now they've added two you know stellar guards and and, and assets. So I would be interested to see Kessler a little bit, but yeah, I'm definitely Team Kaiser. I think he he could start Team One. I'd be shocked if Brock's on the roster, right? <laughs> God, you hope not, right? Yeah. Uh, all right. Next one, Ryan Tannehill said this year's Dolphins team is the best offense he's ever played on. He said that it's definitely the most talent we've had with the receiving corps, bringing everyone back, having a second year together. He went on to praise Julius Thomas and citing Devontae Parker, who's who's definitely everyone's breakout player of the year this year. Everyone's like, if you ask anyone, it's Devontae Parker. Uh, so are you buying, selling, or holding uh, the Dolphins' offense? Um, to be honest, they do... They... They do uh, give that sense of optimism, don't they? Yeah. They something something to do with Julius Thomas. I don't know. He just adds just such a big body in the red zone that you know he just frees up all those other guys. Plus, even when even when they're just you know moving the chains down the field, he always offers that just that huge body that may require two two DBs on him or something like that. But I don't know. We've kind of heard similar things to this before, so especially um, with the Dolphins, I'm a low buy. I think a low I'm, buy. I'm a hesitant. <laughs> You're a bargain buy, shopper. I, <laughs> I know I am. If uh, if they reduce the price a little bit, I'm all on. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I do think Devontae Parker will have a decent season, though. I I, I do think the addition of Julius Thomas will free up uh, Parker a little bit. I do. I, all right, I'm buying. I think. Yeah, I, it's a it's, buy it's like I'm, a different yeah. kind of optimism that we get, normally get from the Dolphins. Normally, it's like Dolphins sign these huge bunch of free agents, and it's like, yeah, we got the, we got all these new players. It's going to be great. The one thing that I really liked what Tannehill said, he said having a second year together, like they re-signed Kenny Stills, they kept most of their talent. Like for me, it's like a different kind of feel, and I, I think Adam Gase is a good head coach. Like I think he's. He was kind of a coach of the sneaky coach of the year candidate. They they did make a, a late stride last year under Gase, so I, I'm definitely buying, and I like JGI as well. So um, I'm not, I don't know about Julius Thomas, but I think Kenny Stills I, I'm excited about. I think it's a, a really interesting sort of late round play to to look at in fantasy leagues as well. Oh, yep. All right, and the last one um, is Denver. We'll go to Denver. 
Uh, according to Mike Kleiss of Nine News Denver, Paxton Lynch has made his move on Trevor Simeon during the final two weeks of OTAs. Cleese noted a turning point in Lynch over the final two weeks as his switch was flipped, is the quote. He found Lynch to be less tentative, no longer worrying about protections, hot reads, and coverages. He just started to get it. It looked like it all clicked. Uh, are you buying, selling, or holding uh, Paxton Lynch's chances to overthrow Trevor Simeon in training camp? Uh, not in training camp. I think maybe as the preseason goes on, they might notice that Paxton's a little more relaxed now and he feels like he's getting it, like they've said. But in training camp itself, I, I don't, I'm not sure. Yeah. I, at the moment, I'm just I'm just holding on this situation. I yeah, can't. I'm a firm hold. It's too. not like it's not like they're just going. Oh, you know what? Paxton's having a great camp. Now he's starting quarterback for the Denver Broncos. It's just not how it happened. No, it's just exactly. It kind of came out of nowhere too. Like are people forgetting how bad he was in the games last year. Like he was really bad. But sort of that year one, like rookie to second year, sort of switch is when players start to make their biggest strides. And having Mike McCoy there is going to really help. But um, look, I I really think Simeon still starts week one. I feel like a lot of Denver riders want Lynch to start because they think it's more exciting and because they know what they're getting with Simeon. But um, I, I I don't know. I feel like it's a little bit hot takey to me. I'm yeah, not well, buying it too if much. I, if I was a if I was a Broncos fan, I think I'd be kind of rooting for Lynch as well. I think Pac, uh, Paxton, Trevor Simeon is kind of that quarterback. Yeah, like you said, you know what you get. There's not you I feel like he's more an Alex Smith than, than, I don't know, Paxton has that ability to, you know, possibly, yep. long stretch possibly, just like flip a game on its head and just ball out one game. Yeah, it was a first round pick um, as yeah, well. Yeah, and, you know, there's just, there was that, just such high expectations drafting him in the first round and then Simeon just seems to have got the nod ever since, but, yep. yeah, which is, compl- it's, when, i really feel that hasn't gotten enough emphasis of that Paxton was drafted in the first round. He was the one they went, you know, this is going to be our quarterback. And then Simeon has just ever since <laughs> started. Yeah. I, uh, it's just... it, it is crazy. Like, I always love these draft stories. Like, imagine if Dallas traded for Paxton Lynch instead of taking Dak Prescott. Like, would Tony Romo still be playing for the Cowboys? Um, interesting. I don't know. Because uh... Lynch wasn't going to light it up for for Dallas, and so Romo would have come back. And, like, I don't know. It's weird how things... That's what I love about the draft. It's just crazy. It's madness. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had one more question. Oh, news out of... The draft and toilet cubicles. Yes. Got you all rolled up. <laughs> toilet rolled up. Um, sorry, that was bad. <laughs> Uh, so, so bad. Good news yeah, out of the, yeah. the good, genuine news coming out of uh, Broncos camp is Adam Gotsis is like a man possessed. They reckon the guy's like got like 3% body fat and he's built like a action figure. Like, uh, is it Action Man? The, 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 Do you have an Action Man when you were a kid? Action Man, G.I. Joe, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, I'm, glad, I'm glad Adam got my... Uh my fitness regime i sent him a i sent him a, a text and said you know this is what you should be eating this is how you should be working out he said thanks for it and then uh, i mean it's, yeah. it's working was the uh was the fitness regime just do the opposite of why 
<laughs> yeah, I was like, um, you know why? How he's chunky? Yeah. Yeah, well. Uh... <laughs> just, just do the opposite. <laughs> um, yeah, so even like, uh, uh, I, I've gone blank now. One of the Denver uh, beat riders that works with Sigmund Bloom, I've, I've just completely gone blank on his name, but he was sort of a, uh, a skeptical or he was skeptic of uh, um, Adam Gotts' the selection, but he's been singing his praises. Um, batted down a couple of passes at the line of scrimmage and has just been really good in OTAs. So good news. Nice. Gotts has got this in year two. We'll keep an eye out for him. Um, they're going to need him to step up in the absence of DeMarcus Ware and players like that. Yep. All right. Uh, all right. Some early MVP thoughts is uh, what we're going to be talking about for the rest of the show. Uh, so the US Vegas uh, Sportsbook and uh, William Hill, they've released their odds for the 2017-18 regular season MVP. Uh, and we tweeted out that uh, image from Bavada, which all had the odds. And uh, we had a lot of listeners tweet in some of their thoughts and, and things like that. So looking over the odds, uh, Woot, what stands out to you? Have you have you got a list of the odds in front of you, um, or would you like me to read some out? No, I'm I'm ready. All right. Uh, what what's, well, know, what stands I out? I don't know who you like. You sent the, you sent me a message straight away. Well, my my message was more that a certain bookmaker in Australia had their odds uh, a little bit out on a couple of players. So that's why I, I sensed an edge, um, and that's why I went with them. Um, looking at my what my predictions would be and what my values are would be two different things. But uh, what what are your thoughts? Um, well, when was the last time it wasn't a quarterback? Yeah, exactly. That's that's where that's normally your starting point. Um, a few people text us about JJ Watt being at really good odds. Look, pencil him in for comeback part of the year already. He'll win that. But I'm not touching JJ Watt or a wide receiver at any price. Um, sixty seven dollars for JJ Watt. No, thank you. Yeah, no, no. Someone else messaged right, no. just about Odell Beckham. Not with all those mouths to feed in in New York at sixty seven. So he can be a hundred and one. Not touching. Uh, yeah, all right. So I'm definitely sticking with quarterback. Quarterback is kind of just a, I don't know, like like you said in our uh, conversation last week, you said, you know, like these players that you're looking at, Matt Ryan, what, what odds were he, was he last year before, you know, obviously his, his incredible campaign. So just going down, having a look at some of these players. Yep. I will mention Tom Brady is the favorite at five dollars. Aaron Rodgers is at eight dollars. Derek Carr ten to one, and then you got Dak Prescott, Roethlisberger, Wilson all at thirteen. Matt Ryan at seventeen, the reigning MVP, and then your next bunch of quarterbacks are Breeze, Luck, Newton, and then a few others. So, I mean, <sighs> Philip Rivers at fifty-one, Jameis Winston at sixty-seven. These are crazy, crazy high numbers for players that could, you know, just if you're looking for the next Matt Ryan-ish kind of player to come out yep. of nowhere and have, a, you know, big season, that could happen. I can't see Carson Palmer coming back from where, you know, just he's just too old now. I think the I think the uh, I think he's hit that cliff. Yeah, look, he, his year was sort of the year he lost to Rogers. Uh... Yeah, it where he came second to 
to Rogers. That was his his real genuine shot. Um, wait, was it Rogers that he came? I can't remember. The yeah, but I know. Yeah, yeah, but it was it was weird. Palmer was lingering there. Uh, uh, so, but yeah, I, I just can't see him doing it. I I like the two that you mentioned, like Philip Rivers. You you look at their offense and what they've added at fifty one dollars looks incredibly saucy to me. And then Jameis Winston, when you look at what they have added as well, and he's still such a young guy and has got so much room for improvement at sixty seven dollars. That's it's pretty juicy. Yeah, I think ridiculous odds on Dak Prescott at thirteen dollars. Yeah, as That's in too low. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Uh, yeah, there's just better players to risk. Um, you know, a sneaky tenor on than Dak Prescott. Tom Brady is obviously MVP front runner for obvious reasons. I mean, I can't remember there being a shorter priced um, Super Bowl favorite. Than the Patriots this season. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, it is pretty crazy. the The year, sorry, that Palmer finished second in voting was to Cam Newton, who I kind yeah, of don't mind at twenty six dollars. Like if he actually has like a very, we've seen him do it. If he has a similar season now with Christian McCaffrey and and all the pieces they've added, he could he could definitely do it at twenty six dollars. Yeah, I don't mind that at all. I I wouldn't. I'm not going near an NF- NFC East quarterback. Cousins, Manning, Wentz, Prescott, nothing. Just no. gross. No, uh, no. no love for your boy Carson Wentz at uh, what price is at he? At 101? Yeah. At 101? No. I mean, Blake Bortles is the same price. <laughs> yeah, give me Bortles. All right, so if I was to ask you right now what your best bet is, uh, what would it be? Um, jeez. And then we'll do a do a do a best bet and then a roughie. Best bet. Yeah. Um. Or a pre- far out, mate. I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna lock. I like Aaron Rodgers at eight bucks. I feel like that's pretty good value. He's the best quarterback in the NFL most years. Um. So I'd rather go down with that ship than anyone else. Brady's too short for me um, at 5 bucks. It's just not worth the value um, in return. And then my Ruffy, um, I haven't mentioned his name, but I, I like I, either one of the young quarterbacks, Marcus Mariota or Jameis Winston. Winston is the better value at 67. I know you mentioned him. Um, so um, I'll lock in Mariota at 34 bucks. Yeah. All right, give me Winston as a Ruffy. Uh I don't know. Best bet, best bet, best bet, best bet. I don't know. It would it it'd have to be one of the two favorites, Brady or Rogers. Just they just make sense. That's why they're the favorites. They, yep. but it's it's not like they're paying two dollars either. They're paying five and eight respectively. So yep. it's still you can make more money there than saying putting your money on the Patriots to win. Patriots to win is five fifty. Is it really? Yep. Jeez, I thought it was less than that. Nah. Interesting. Uh, yeah. So. uh all right, then put your money on the Pats to win. Yep. <laughs> there you go. Do that instead. It's probably <laughs> I've better. Totally fli- I've totally flipped it. Put your money on well, the Well, Brady's won, won more titles than he's won MVP, so it is a better bet to bet on the Patriots. You you're betting on you're betting on him and Belichick, not just Brady. You're getting the better of the two. Uh-huh. You're getting Belichick out of it. Um, there you go. All right. So that's our early MVP thoughts. A few listeners uh, sort of asked us what our thoughts were. Um 
and it looks to like... To be honest, I don't really like the market. I don't like the market, betting on that market. It's just... Nah, it's just good bants in June. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, that's pretty much the show, but it is your last show for a while. So uh, it's pretty much... I called it... How to say? Sophie's... Cho- remember part. Sophie's Choice? I'm calling it Woods Choice. So uh, you've got... Any topic you want to talk about before we wrap it up could go for a minute, could go for twenty minutes, but I'm giving you the floor, Woot. Uh, Any topic? Yep, it's called Woot's choice. I've just made it up on the spot. Mm. Before you go, you've got a month away from the show, or around a month away from the show. It's Woot's choice. It could be, All know, right. it could be toilet cubicles, could be, could be anything. <laughs> uh. All right, hang on. let's let's just try to think of. Let's just have random banter. Uh, what what do you do okay. when you're killing time on the train commute? Oh, okay, I generally listen to podcasts or watch like I download shows on Netflix and I just watch them. Oh, all right. Well, that's just like Pretty, and um... think of toilet <laughs> toilet cubicles. No, well. I... Wait, do you, do you have to download your... Oh, that's right. No, way, I don't have uh, to don't, use my data. You don't have to? Yeah, you can... I just download them at home, and then you can watch them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay, well, I, like... All right. Shout out to Optus, because I'm with Optus at the moment, and they... Uh, I have data-free streaming for Netflix, Spotify, and Stan. So, awesome. I should be on that, and I <laughs> emailed Optus about it, because Emma was on that, and I'm on a higher plan, and they still won't offer it to me. So... Not a shout-out to Optus. Go to hell. No, Optus were good. They also sold us. Uh, they sold tickets for the Lunar Bowl, so shout-out to Optus. Anyway. You're back on Team Optus. <laughs> Forgot about that. <laughs> no, recent, recently I've been... I, we were talking about on the weekend. I've been playing SimCity, and I just... I don't know what happened. But I was. I think I was just... We were talking about, like, we don't play games on our phones anymore. I used to have the most ridiculous amount of stupid games on my phone. And then deleted them all because, you know, just don't play them. They're using data and things like that. But at the moment, my God, SimCity, I don't know what what it is. Just bringing back the old game. Taking me back to my childhood, Mr. White. Have you ever paid for, like, extra things on a game on your phone? Um, not for a long time, not for like three or four years. I okay. haven't like, but you have y- younger. Yeah. And I was like, God, I just want, you know, I just need this or whatever. And yes, I need but, more. Uh, I need to harvest more corn crops in Farmville. Yeah. It pretty, pretty much. It, it was a joke. It was, uh, that was just those young days where you're just like, Oh my God. So we get to the next level. I need to wait two days. I don't want to wait two days and I pay. I but that was... I've never played yeah. a game of Candy Crush in my life. You're lucky. Yeah. What was the last, apart from SimCity, uh, what was the last game you downloaded? Um, actually, it's it's uh, quite a cool game. It's called Framed. Have you ever played this? No, I have not. It's uh, I don't know. It's like a, I don't know. It was just a quirky free game of the month kind of thing on the App Store. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I was playing, but. Aside from that, no, I don't really. Not too many games. Pokemon Go, I did download that. That was one of the games I did download. Okay. But eh. well, I forgot about that, that died, one. Didn't it? Yeah, it did. It really, it really died on its ass. Before it really that, the died. last game I downloaded was I don't know if you've heard of it. A little, a little game called 
Words with friends. Hey, there you not go. bad. Not bad. I remember I, we had a had a quite a long session of that game running with uh, a friend of mine, and uh, it just it, it just got ridiculous. It just got absolutely ridiculous. We were playing that for just that one friend playing with him for a ridiculous amount of time. It's it's not a bad game. I really do want. I do need a new game now. I do need a new game. Okay, so the top game right now in the charts is for free is Snake vs Block. (laughs) Oh my god! Sounds riveting. All right. Uh, Can someone else please recommend a game to us? What about Monkey Ropes? Milky Ropes. No, monkey ropes. M- monkey ropes uh, doesn't sound. Oh, there here's my favourite number seven on the chart. It's called balls. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going through the list now as well. Um, <laughs> wow, balls. There's a game called balls. There's a fidget spinner game. Like what? Honestly, <laughs> everything's coming up Millhouse. <laughs> All right, no, I, I reckon we need recommendations of what the best game is. All right, out there. Okay, I'll uh, I'll. Tw- oh, no. Number twenty-three on the chart. Love Nikki, dress up queen. I think that would definitely be up there. All right, downloading. Wow, beautiful. There you go. <laughs> Interesting. This is All right, so Woot's choice was games was phone games. <laughs> there you go. I was not expect. I was a bit skeptical about where that would was going to go. Um. Uh, all right, before I bid you farewell, one last question to you. Uh, when you drink orange juice, pulp or no pulp? It was a big topic on Twitter this week. Oh, really? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm actually quite okay with both of them, so... Okay. I, I'm indifferent. I am not opposed to either. It Obviously, there are some times that you just don't feel like the pulp. You just don't want to deal with it. Yeah. There's, there's some mornings that you just want to get up at and have a glass of juice and get hydrated rather yep. than but yeah yep. if I, I feel like if I'm having a full breakfast pulp oh, if I'm just definitely. having a glass of juice no pulp I'm team pulp all the way uh, yeah I'm team pulp uh, also one last thing is well, do you want do you want um, pulp in your poppers yeah that'd be weird that is very that's an interesting thought I the the most disturbing thing from Weeksy's Bucks weekend, and I totally forgot about this, was Josh Young orders his steak well done. <laughs> I want to invite him, uninvite him to uh, my Bucks party and the wedding. Yeah, do you remember when the wait the waiter brought it out? And I apologise. I yeah, I do remember that. Uh, one of the things I do <laughs> I remember. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do you think? Is that an acceptable excuse to uninvite someone to a wedding? Sorry, you like your steak well done? <laughs> no, I think it's, it's just one of those things that, you know, it adds to the bands. It's can, true. It's always... the truth. Yeah. I know. It's yeah. sad. All right, man. Well, uh, we uh, managed to get 53 minutes of, uh, of a show, uh, 30 of it somehow talking about NFL-related news when there is currently just jack going on right now so uh it it's been a good it's been a good show uh a, yeah. an interesting farewell uh 
Any last words before uh, we bid you farewell uh, on your endeavours? God, uh, I'm really not going that long. I know. I feel like but, I'm going to be gone a week, and then I'll be like, oh, hey, by the way, um, I'm ready to pot again. But I know, I, but I, it's, it I is... Really want, I really want one of the listeners or someone out there on Twitter to, to provide us a game so that we can all, all right. I don't know, be in some some game together. I reckon this is this is going to be terrific. Someone uh, t- tweeted us today asking us if we're going to start up a podcast dynasty league. I I'd love it. Let's do it. We could do like I want a... more dynasty leagues. I think I think that's where we my could, head's at. We I could want... do like an exclusive league and like if you, the the like if you come last or second last you drop out and two new listeners go in. Oh snap. Let's do oh, it. Oh, but that's tough cuz it's dynasty. Hmm. All right. How about you get? I think I think it should go on points. So how well your dynasty is going, and then if you know if your team like if you gotta you gotta look at it as if you're a coach. If you have two bad seasons, you would be fired, right? Yep. So and someone someone get, takes over. Get, yeah, maybe you get two seasons of chances, and then you can get fired. All right. We'll we'll work something out. Um. But yes. So we got interesting. Your, I like that. We got Good your suggestion. Tweet. Whoever. Are they in it? They're in it. Oh, they're definitely in it. They're number one. We'll have to work out some sort of uh, vetoing process. Scott's mum? Who is it? Pardon? Who is it? At Scott's mum69 on Twitter. Nice. That's me. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, did you see Seth Rogen's mum's tweet today? No, I didn't. Um, Please. I will read it out to you. Hold on a second. It was very funny. Um, Okay, let me find it. As I filibuster. Okay, well, filibuster. All right, here we go. Yeah. Yeah. What's that mean? Just wait for Charlie. Uh, all right. So Sandy Rogan wrote, "Falling asleep after sex is like the shavasana after yoga, and shavasana is like a corpse, like laying down with you, like in it, like a snow angel kind of like pose wow. in yoga, and then." Uh, Seth Rogen quotes tweeted it with Jesus Christ, Bob. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, this website's still amazingly free. Oh, God damn. Yep. That is a bit sick, though. Yep. All right. Well, um, we will work out some sort of vetoing or uh, some sort of process to get uh, us to get people into this dynasty league. What do we make it like? 12 team, 14 team? We could make it deep. Mm, yeah, I reckon 12, 14. Yeah. 12 or 14. All right. Um, no deeper. Yeah, so after forethought, I think is the one who tweeted. He's in because he suggested it. Um, Brilliant. And then, uh, so we've got three, and we'll go from there. Nice. I wonder what the criteria to get in is. Well, we'll work something out. You, you're you going on a, a sojourn, a, a journey. Come back with the answers um, that, you, Ooh, that you seek within. I know that's like it's me going on a, some philosophical journey, yep. trying to discover myself. Okay, cool. You're going to Tibet to speak with Hooli. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. Uh, All right, that wraps uh, up the show. Uh, I'll see you in like three weeks. It won't be that long, but I'm making it out that you're going for a long time. Uh, you can follow right. me on Twitter at jynfl. You can follow Woot's journey on Twitter at <laughs> at Woot etc. Not Scott. Mu- not Scott's mum sixty nine. You can follow the show no. at Woot and Why on Twitter. Like us on Facebook, the Woot and Why Show, and listen on iTunes, Stitcher, Audio Boom, and iHeartRadio. And uh, we'll be back next week with some special guest hosts. Peace. Yeah.
Love you.